What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Good morning, everyone. It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Vietnam. Rise and shine, folks. Good Wednesday morning to you. Hour number two here of X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Ryan Elke, Brad Hayes, Anthony Bellino all joining you here on this 23rd day of August 2023. So great to be riding along with you. No matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening, all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio and worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. Just search 96.1 The Game or Fox Sports 1230. And you can take us and put us in your pocket no matter where you may be traveling to. Man, so great to be with you. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. John Wagner, he was all fired up. Got to talk a little Tigers with him, a little college football. He said, what do you think? To college football, I said, I want to talk a little Tigers, too, because the kids are playing. The kids are playing. They're playing well. Text the keyword sports radio. Send it to 21,000. Our Meyer Supercenter guest line is up and running. 866-838-4843. That's 866-838-4843. We're on Twitter at XB Mornings, Facebook, X's and Bros. And, of course, good morning to our television audience as well. Uh, BCSN is streaming live on our YouTube page at Michigan Sports Network. Add a .com to that to find our website. Ryan Elke is at Ryan L underscore key. Brett Hayes is at the Brett Hayes. I'm Anthony Bellino at AEC Bellino. Uh, poll question of the day. Visit us on uh, XB Mornings on Twitter. XB Mornings. Which team not named Michigan has the best chance to win the Big Ten this season? Ohio State right now has 76% of the votes. Wisconsin has 24, or pardon me, Penn State has 24% of the vote. Wisconsin, 0%. And you can leave a comment if you believe somebody else is going to, but it feels like it's almost a a default here. If not Michigan, then Ohio State. I'm a little bit surprised at that Penn State number. Uh, It seems like Penn State every year, we're like, oh my God, Penn State, Penn State, gotta have it, gotta have it. And then James Franklin and company underachieve. El Chirpo, 49 minutes ago, sends me this. Need some heat this morning? Ryan Day is a better organizational manager than Harbaugh or Tuck. The Pistons should have a Honolulu blue and silver option instead of teal. Chicago pizza is always better than Detroit style. You could tell me I'm wrong, but I'm not. I mean, holy oven mitts. How does Day still out-recruit Harbaugh after getting his bleep kick the last two years? Skills. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. And people down there are not happy, but they've come to the realization 
that over the course of Ryan Day's tenure, he's only got like, what, two, maybe three regular season losses? Like, that's it? It's really tough to get better at that position at head coach, much like quarterback. Like, it's hard to get better. It's hard to improve. And so if you're not going to have a guy that you know, somebody who's, you know, you're ready to hire, you got to hope that he figures it out. If Michigan wins this year, I mean, the furnace is on full blast. I I don't know what else to say. Now, I did ask the question earlier about the blue wall, because I hear about it all the time. People are like, oh, the blue wall. And it's like, yo, I'm I'm an alumni of Bowling Green State University in Bowling Green, Ohio. About sixteen to 20,000 kids, depending on what year it is. There's two main streets. It's an old-school college town, much like Athens, Ohio, Oxford, Ohio, um, Kalamazoo, Michigan. It's got a good college town. we got a little city feel there, too. Ypsilanti, not a college town. But Bowling Green, Ohio, is a, is a, is a true college town. You know, that's all they have going on. It, during the summertime, when you know, kids are out of school, that place is like a ghost town. When the school is buzzing, I mean, the some of the best years of my life were spent in that small town in Bowling Green, Ohio. Even though I had been accepted at other places in much more tropical climates, I don't know how I ended up there, but it is what it is. We got a, uh, what do we got on that Meyer Supercenter guest line over there, Brett? Uh, we got Dave from Hudsonville. Dave in Hudsonville. Good morning, Dave. How are you, my friend? Good morning, AB. How are you? I, you know what? Every time you call, I feel like John Wagner, a little slice of heaven. Cause I don't know if you got that SATCOM phone that they carry in the military, the one with the big backpack and the antenna, but man, you sound clear this morning. Goodness gracious. No. Good line from Grand Rapids to you, man. So clear line. Clear line. Clear line. Hey. Cl- clear mind. Couple things. So as you're reveling in your pre Wolverines world, which you should be based on, you know, preseason hype this year. Good conversation with John Wagner because I think a couple different things. First of all, um, J.J. McCarthy hasn't won any games for Michigan yet. You can make that same argument. You know, he played the position, still got to be, you know, still loose with the football. It's going to be interesting to see how he grows this year. And Michigan, obviously, you know, and you've talked about this, has not used any of their downfield game. You know, they'd be, they, they, they were the ground-and-pound team or whatever it may be, you know, and, and their situation, you know, using a tight end or whatever, but not going down the field. So it'll be interesting to see if Harbaugh can evolve that offense this year. Because if, if you know, if they're going to compete, you know, at the highest level, they've got to be able to do more with their wide receivers, and they just haven't been able to do that to date. But you're right, it's going to be flipped. Ohio State probably still has more talent than Michigan. But at the end of the day, they've got an unproven quarterback situation, which will be interesting to see what goes on. So I think that's one case. And I'm going to take issue with something you said yesterday, but we couldn't get in because you were renovating the line. I'm going to give you a scenario and see what you have to say about this. Okay. I felt like you were an apologist. I felt like you were an apologist or kind of a spin doctor for Michigan yesterday regarding the NCAA. And I just want to ask you this question, okay? And first of all, if Michigan or Harbaugh didn't do anything wrong, why would Michigan self-impose? That's one question. But second of all is, put it in this context from a decision piece, because people make mistakes. I don't care whether you're students or adults. So the situation that happened in the tunnel with Michigan State Michigan was wrong, completely wrong. And Michigan State took accountability for it. 
Okay, and they said so. Tucker, the players, whatever it may be. All right? But what I will say is, and there's an old, do you ever watch Neil Brennan do comedy? No. So you got to watch Three Mics on Netflix. He's, he's Dave Chappelle's writing partner. This guy's funnier than heck. And he does a bit where he talks about, you know what? Football, interesting, man. You've got teams with kickers, punters, quarterbacks, and then 50 attempted murderers. Because they <laughs> attempt murder on every play. And he said, you know, they go through life and they do football. And people tell them, do football, do football. And they're always doing football. And then they get into a situation like with a girlfriend in a hotel or this or that. Or they hit somebody or do something wrong. And they go, you know, it's always do football, do football. And then I was supposed to do life, but I did football. And you can make the case that these 18 to 20-year-olds were doing football for three hours in front of 100,000 people. They got all this cortisol. Somebody made a comment. And then they jumped and, and did that, which was a terrible thing to do. But compare that to Harbaugh's situation where he's in an interview with the NCAA and misrepresents the truth or basically lies when he knew he was in an interview. Here's the poor choice. Here's the part, Dave, that really bothers me because I'm, I'm a stickler on this. Now, although I may not remember what Andy Abanez did two days ago at the plate, I may not remember insignificant things like what I had for breakfast because maybe it wasn't that memorable. But if I went out for breakfast, I would remember that. I don't know if he's telling the NCAA, I don't know, I don't remember because he wants to give them the middle finger um, because they're snooping around and he's mad because it's like, look at the rest of the landscape. Hold on, hold on. You got to listen to me. You got to listen to me. You got to hear me out here. I don't know if that's the case or if it's not, I can't get down with that. Because I didn't get down with that with Urban Meyer. And that's where when somebody does it, when somebody fails to remember something, my my antennas go up and I get suspicious because I know and you know and we all know that Urban Meyer lied about that situation. And that's what I don't get down with. That's what bothers me about this whole thing. Now, the problem is, Dave, we have seven seconds left, so I got to hit the break, but we'll be right back with more X's and Bros after this here on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Friday, October 27th, TVs and Practical Jokers are up to their usual tricks. If you're not here, you are missing out. It's the Tenderloins at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Sal, James, and Brian for two shows and twice the laughs. 7 and 10 p.m. Tickets start at $59. On sale now at the box office and etix.com. Don't miss the Drive, 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 Drive Tour with the Tenderloins, October 27th. Party hard, laugh louder. Details at SoaringEagleCasino.com.
If you or your family is touched by autism, learn more about Freddie's foundation at hashtag pop the tap at freddythepizzaman.com. That's F-R-E-D-I, thepizzaman.com. Or email freddythepizzaman at gmail.com. to the glass city gr to the motor city you're listening to x's and bros on the michigan sports network welcome back here x's and bros michigan sports network great to have you ride along with us no matter who you are where you are how you may be listening golf season coming to a close folks what you need to do is call my friend matt golden over at tullymore golf resort in canadian lakes michigan offering not one but two championship courses tullymore and st ives an hour north of grand rapids 30 minutes west of mount plus they got a free shuttle to take you to both courses tullymore not the little Tullymore not only features top-line golfing experiences, but also top-line accommodations and the perfect space for a wedding event reception or group outing. So visit TullymoreGolf.com, TullymoreGolf.com, or call 1-800-972-4837, 1-800-972-4837. Book your stay and play at, before it's too late at Tullymore today. You'll notice if you're new here to the program, maybe it's your first time listening. Uh, when I screw up on live reads, I do la 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 Kind of what it sounds like, jargon anyways. All right, a whole bunch of texts. We'll get to the topic that I wanted to talk about here. But we'll get to these text messages first. I can't wait to hear from Mr. Wagner about the Tigers. Nate on YouTube. Nate on YouTube. I hope that you enjoyed that. Uh, from my good buddy, Johan, as we say in the old country. Uh, he is um, He's excited. He, he did say off air. He's like, I, you know, I told you about Torque, but I might have been wrong on Carpenter. DBC on YouTube says Dave comparing the cheeseburger situation to players assaulting each other and beating women because it's football. Give me a break. I saw where Dave was kind of going, um, but I can't. And, and so what happened was, is Brett just asked me a great question during the break. He said, well, how would you feel if it was Mel Tucker in Michigan State? So, and we're going to talk to Isaiah Hole coming up about this as well. Because the what exactly is the investigation? We'll get more into this. What is what is exactly to our knowledge what happened? And he'll lay it all out there for you. He already told me you're going to get a good um, idea of what the NCAA is investigating. And it's not a level one with suspension if Jim Harbaugh just says, "Yeah, this is what happened during the COVID." COVID time, when you had a kid show up to campus, what are you going to do? He's already committed. He's already on campus. We, If we didn't tell him to come book this trip, if he just popped up, are you going to tell him, you know, go fish, can't do anything, got to get off, got to get out of Schembechler Hall, and then you have to self-report that to the NCAA? I don't, I, dude, I don't know. But I asked this question about the blue wall, because I keep seeing the blue wall. It's everywhere. And so an unnamed texter wrote this. The blue wall is a clock that never hits zero when the opposite team has more points. Nothing gets vetted. Bad stories get swept under the rug. And what makes the blue wall more blue is when rivals have bad stories. The blue slaps on ESPN shows. The blue slaps on ESPN show up at the door 
Step to write every nasty article possible, but none of the slaps from Clatt, Eisenhower, don't know how to get to Ann Arbor. Plus, psycho fans make burner X accounts and use cheeseburgers as an excuse. And ones that turn on a mic who wear blue underpants spin the truth. That's the blue wall. Hope this helps. That's all very interesting. So what we have here is a belief that some fans of one team will only promote the positivity of their team and try to downplay or hide the negative. Do you think that that is a good summation of what this text, the first part of this text, right? We're only going to, we're only going to talk about the good and we are going to hide or quote sweep under the rug all of the bad. Does that make sense, Brett Hayes? Yeah, yeah, it does. The other part is that the those members in the media, which they'd have to be national media because there aren't too many pro Michigan folks on the radio realm in this state. But you mean to tell me Clat Eisen uh Howard said Juwan Howard don't know how to get to Ann Arbor. Would you would you then be saying that the those in the media are trying to spin and control the narrative? Would you say that that is true? Yeah, I would. Okay. And then fans make burner X accounts and use cheeseburgers as an excuse. So then we have maybe a control or then censorship of media and or social media to control the narrative. Do you believe that that is what this texter is saying? I do. Do you believe that the blue wall then is not actually sports media, but media in 2023 in general? I would say so. Because I think that that's a pretty good parallel to what we see today. When we know... When we know via hearings that those who disagreed with some policies and procedures being put in place by government officials, because if you ask a question, that's bad. No one can ask any questions. If you're not blindly following and believing, that's bad. And if you ask a question or you don't agree, then you are a dissident. Then you are a conspiracy theorist. Then you are X, Y, and Z. We'll give you a label. If you don't like what's being taught in schools to young children in the Western world today, if you believe in the fact that there isn't a first world country on the planet that doesn't have some sort of border policy, I can't get to Europe in 2024 without a visa. And that's first world, the first world travel. If you believe that, hey, we should probably, we need to have some sort of security on the southern border because we know that Chinese nationals are getting in. We found Afghan nationals getting in. We have a fentanyl crisis happening in this country. Then you are a red hat MAGA Trumper. And if you get labeled that, then you're automatically a racist, correct? That's how the game is played. So what if the blue wall isn't actually anything to do with the Michigan Wolverines? What if it's actually what's taking place 
in today's world in 2023. Because I'm one of those that has too many questions. I ask too much. That's my problem. I don't necessarily believe anything that's come out yet. I think that this is a, oh, you want to leak a story? We're going to counter that. And some sort of petty offensive that's taking place. And now that Michigan has self-imposed a three-game ban, there's nothing the NCAA can say. Because it's got to go to the Committee of Infractions. I have an issue. If we are lying, I have an issue. I don't like that. I don't like that. I didn't like it with the Zach Smith and Urban Meyer case. And I don't like it here. Even if you want to thumb your nose at the NCAA and tell them, hey, guess what? Look around the country. I said this yesterday. I gave you a format to go ahead and investigate every single NIL deal, and I did it on the fly. I didn't prepare that. I did it off the top of my head because it makes sense. Where is the paper trail for the kid that gets promised a million dollars at Florida or Miami or wherever he was at and then flips to Arizona State? Where is the paper trail at? Where are the deposits at? Like, let's go investigate it. But if you're going to investigate me, because during the year of 2020, everything was constantly in flux, and the narrative behind the global pandemic was all about convenience. It was all about convenience. When it was convenient for you, everybody should be out there playing. But Michigan's got COVID cases. Now, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, well, they're just using it as an excuse. (laughs) Oh, my friend, you can't have it both ways. Which way is it? Which way do you want to play? You can't just use it as an excuse to slander one school if they have COVID cases, which was apparently Armageddon and Doomsday, and we're all going to die. It was so severe, you had to get tested to find out that if you actually had it or not. That's how severe it was. Please stop. Please. Ask questions. The host cut off caller Dave because he had facts. That's a nice. No, the host cut off Dave because we had to hit the break, just like we have to do right now. Isaiah Hole joins us next. You are going to enjoy this very much here on X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Hey, sports fans, here's a hanging curveball that you can knock out of the ballpark. This is Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball, inviting you to step up to the plate at Eagle Casino and Sports, the mobile sports book where you can bet on all your favorites all year round, including, of course, our national pastime. So download the app and start winning today. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 years or older and in Michigan to play. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. If you or your family is touched by autism, 
Learn more about Freddy's Foundation at hashtag pop the tap at freddythepizzaman.com. That's F-R-E-D-I, thepizzaman.com. Or email freddythepizzaman at gmail.com. listening to Michigan Statewide Morning Show, X's and Bros, right here on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Ryan Elke, Brett Hayes, Anthony Bellino all joining you. Join us now covering the University of Michigan publisher of the Wolverines Wire, covering the maize and blue for the USA Today Sports Network. Our good friend, Isaiah Hall. Isaiah, my man, first and foremost, good morning to you. Happy Wednesday. How are you? How's life? How are things, partner? Well, man, we're, what, 10 days away from... Not just from Michigan football season, college football season's coming up at three. Uh, I know that they've got an event, an NIL event down at the stadium on Saturday, but I'm not going to that. I'm sitting right down on the couch watching some college football all day. It's going to be amazing. I cannot wait. Did we rebrand this out of nowhere from week zero to week one? Did they get, did, did they rid themselves? Is week zero no longer a thing? Because when I click on the internet, and I go to like different websites that have the scoreboard. I just see week one that's going to take place from August 26th all the way through September 4th. But I don't see week zero anywhere. Uh, I, I'm still calling it week zero. I, don't, I didn't know that they were changing. I hope it's still week zero because it just kind of throws everything for a loop if we're talking like, yeah, well, Michigan season opener in week two. I mean, that's just weird. Yeah, well, uh, I know they've done that before, but. That would still be week one. I mean, as far as like the, the college football schedule on ESPN, you click on week one, it goes Saturday, August 26th, Thursday, August 31st, Friday, September 1st, Saturday, September 2nd. I mean, it's just absolute mayhem all the way through Monday, September 4th. So I don't know. I, I'm going to still call it week zero because it feels like uh, it feels like week zero and it feels like we are on the cusp and on the verge of college football, which I'm really excited about. And a lot of questions surrounding this Michigan football team, but questions like off the field. And I feel like this should be a team that we should be talking about, you know, what to expect here in the first three weeks of the season from a production standpoint and from a roster and a depth chart standpoint, the who's who, the expectations for the year. But we have this news on Jim Harbaugh and there's so many different angles and I have so many different questions. I want to start Isaiah with what exactly do we know transpired that caused the level two violations that led to this level one violation of not being forthright or quote unquote honest with the NCAA. Well, what we know, and we don't, I I wouldn't say we know it, know it, right? It's, this is what we think we know. And, uh, but I think what we think we know is pretty accurate, right? So what we think we know, since we, everyone likes to throw out the term cheeseburgers here is that a commitment, it was someone who was committed but not signed, came to campus, I believe it was during a dead period. Uh, Again, don't quote me on that. But came came to campus, we're pretty sure it was during a dead period, uh, which means he wasn't supposed to have any any face-to-face action with the coaches anyway. Regardless, what was Michigan going to do? Be like, yeah, sorry, buddy. No, I know you're committed here, but you can't be here, whatever. And ended up going out to lunch with Jim Harbaugh, 
and some co- I, I don't know if there are any other coaches involved. And what happened was Jim Harbaugh ended up paying for the meal. Now, that is a recruiting violation, as minor as it may be, and that's level two. So uh, a disgruntled former employee had leaked to the NCAA that this had happened because apparently there was a receipt. So in the meantime, the NCAA had asked Jim Harbaugh, hey, did you buy a meal for a recruit? And and his response was, I don't recall. And the NCAA is like, aha, we have a receipt. And he's like, yeah, I I don't remember that. So it went from a level two to a level one because Jim Harbaugh didn't remember, at least according to what he said, whether he's being honest or not. I mean, he, he's pretty vehement that he, that he would, he'll be cleared once everything is out in the open and all of that. And he's not speaking very much like someone who's guilty. Uh, So basically they're trying to get him for misleading investigators in this case. So that's why it went from a level two to a level one. Now, when you look around college football, when you look at programs like Tennessee under Jeremy Pruitt, and I understand Jeremy Pruitt's gone. You look at all these other SEC schools. You look at Miami. You know, it's like Florida. You know, what I always say on, on my podcast that whenever whenever there's a recruit that seems like he's destined to go one place and then out of nowhere it seems like he commits to another one, Usually you can tell there's something afoot. Now understand NIL makes some of these things legal now, but the, but the NCAA, they're not sniffing around any of that. Oh no. It's a, uh, it's a cheeseburger. Now the NCAA also after they had, uh, had rejected the four game suspension that they had put out there, right? That wasn't Michigan who put out there. Michigan's not allowed to talk about uh, what's going on. They, they would be, if Michigan, had put out there, hey, negotiating a four-game suspension with Jim Harbaugh, and it was found out that would be probably that much more troublesome for them. This was floated out there the day before in Big Ten Media Days by the NCAA. And then what ends up happening is the NCAA says, ah, that's not good enough, so we're just going to go ahead and say no. We're, 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 we, that is, we want more. We want our pound of flesh. You didn't give it to us in – we, we want more here. And then you have the uh, vice president and the committee of fractions putting out there, this isn't about a cheeseburger, which I, I believe that's not Michigan that's out there saying this is all because of a cheeseburger, right? They're not responding that way. This is what the fans are saying. So that means the NCAA is issuing statements basically coming at Michigan fans. So that is pretty much the bulk of what happened on that end. And then Michigan decided that they were going to go ahead and say, you know what, we're just going to give them a three-game suspension right now and try to try to get get out from under this. Now, there's one-game suspensions that Michigan also levied against Jerome Moore and Grant Newsom uh, for uh, watching some workouts uh, during COVID over Zoom. And that was one of those things that was illegal, but – you can't really tell if they knew it was illegal because those types of rules were changing constantly, right? That's, that's not something that would normally be illegal, but it was in that moment. Uh, week to week, those rules were constantly changing as the landscape were, was uh, changing under COVID. So uh, they, they each got one game suspension. The NCAA said, okay, cool, that's, that's done. But with this Jim Harbaugh thing, 
NCAA has yet to, to agree that this is a just penalty. So uh, we're in the lurch for a little bit. Uh, but as of right now, Jim Harbaugh, under a self-imposed three-game penalty, agreed upon by the, the brass at Michigan, and we will see where it goes from there. Interesting. Um, let's backtrack to a disgruntled employee tips off the FBI. I mean, pardon me, the NCAA here. They launch an investigation with a committee on infractions. I mean, so much bleeping jargon all the time for the love of God. Who do we know who this disgruntled employee is? Do we have an do we have an inclination of who it might be? But we won't say names because we're not trying to get you know pinged for slander. Yeah, that that, the latter one. Okay, all right, all right. So, so so we know who this disgruntled individual is who just happens to have a receipt from a meal of a recruit that's on campus. So, all right, I know I'm going to get a lot. I'm going to take a lot of heat for this, Isaiah. Because people believe in the blue wall. People believe in that, you know, Michigan, the, the people that cover Michigan and the fan base could admit no wrongdoing at all. I would think that if the NCAA asked Jim Harbaugh, if our four star recruit Isaiah Hole is on campus, on campus during the COVID period, do you remember having lunch with him at the Chop House in Ann Arbor? I feel like you would remember that. And for me personally, as someone who was very, very hard on a coach down south who just all of a sudden, you know, can remember every play he's ever coached throughout his entire career. But when the Zach Smith and my wife and the text messages and all that, all of a sudden he had, uh, you know, memory loss and was passing out on the field and all this, that medical concerns. It's like, all right, bro, I could sniff through the BS. When it becomes a, I don't recall or I don't remember, is this him actually not remembering or is this just a solid defense because he's just going to thumb his nose at the NCAA? Well, that's what I don't know. And I, I can't, I know there's probably, like you mentioned, the the people who like to scream blue wall, completely oblivious to the fact that the Detroit News, Detroit Free Press, and all of those, their sports editors are, and editors are all MSU alums and what have you. It's, you know, funny how it works that way. It's the blue, blue wall. wall, Isaiah, and nothing but positivity comes out of Michigan. <laughs> it's uh, it's always fun to see to see that uh, that phrase. We 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 make it a a fun part inside of uh, our little media rooms there in Ann Arbor. But um, as far as whether or not he actually does recall, I have no idea. And the way that I've been putting it is. This guy is what in his he's damn near sixty. Might even might might even be there. I don't even know how old Jim Harbaugh is at this point. He had a long high school football career, a full college football career, and a very long NFL career. This guy has been. This isn't to, to impugn him. I'm sure he would be really angry at this being my defense of him. He has been hit in the head a heck of a lot of times, right? Way more than someone like me. I'm 41 years old. I'm in okay shape. I'm not in great shape but, or whatever, but I, I have never really been hit in the head. And I don't really remember what happened earlier this morning. So he's a lot busier than I am. He's a lot, he's a little bit older than I am. And he's 
been hit in the head a lot. So if he says he doesn't recall, I think that's an okay defense, right? Like I don't, I, I'm not saying that he that he does actually recall and he's making it up, but I'm not saying that that's not the case either because at the same time, the NCAA even through this process is shown that, that you, there, you have no reason to actually engage with them, right? Because they're going on this wild goose chase, you know, for to, to, to do what? Like, what, what are they going to be fixing with this? You know, how, how are they in protecting the integrity of the sport? If it is a case that a, a recruit who is committed to the University of Michigan ends up on campus, goes to a... Uh, just a, a popular kind of dive restaurant on South University and gets a cheeseburger paid for, right? That that's that's not really fixing the integrity of the sport when you really look at everything that's going on. I mean, how many times have you looked at the SEC and you know, heard about the bag man and all of that even well before NIL and the NC, and NCAA never cared about any of that. Uh, we've heard it throughout the years. You know that you've got John U. Bacon putting a book basically that Rashawn Gary was offered a hundred thousand dollars or so from Clemson and see that that wasn't even enough, even though that as that ended up on the New York times bestseller list, that wasn't even enough to get the NCAA to start sniffing around over there. But this is what they care about. They don't care about the PAC 12 being down to four teams and teams just jumping ship going for whatever the best TV deal is uh, for whatever conference there is. This is what they care about. So ultimately I don't really, I, I can't really say that I, if you knowingly lied, I, I wouldn't condone that either as someone who uh, professes uh, openly and loudly as a Christian. Uh, so I'm not saying I condone that, but I also sit, I, I just don't know why you would play ball with the NCAA considering what you've seen when you've seen them come down hard on different people. I mean, even 10 years ago with Ohio State and Tackgate. Now, when I was a fan, I thought that was great. Looking back as someone that, it's just older, more mature, and doesn't want to see the game ruined by this ridiculousness. I think that's Jim Tressel shouldn't have lost his job over that. Amen. It's, it's just absolutely absurd. I'm glad you brought up Jim Tressel because the whole tattoo gate thing, it's like these guys traded their jerseys for tattoos and it got their coach fired. And we have seen, I brought this up on yesterday's show. You know what I'd really like to see, Isaiah? All these NIL, and all these NIL deals that I see reported here, there, and everywhere else, well, I mean, there should be a tax record of this, right? Where are these deposits at? If you have a committee on infractions, why don't we just go to the deposits and find out where this money is coming from for all these players and then ask them to prove where they use their name, image, and likeness to earn said funds, or was this flat-out pay-for-play, and then let's go that route. Like, 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 like oh, why don't we do that's what's really frustrating about the complete, you know, there's nothing worse than being mismanaged, right? Poor leadership leads to poor results. And that's just, it just is what it is. It's across the board. It happens in every industry in the NCAA for whatever reason, just refuses to run their organization. You have the NBA, the NHL, MLB, the NFL, Four thriving leagues. Hell, Messi's here with the MLS. Call it five. You've got five wonderful leagues that you can use for an an example on how to run your business, and they just refuse to do it. I mean, they are as bad as the folks in Washington. They can't get anything done. 
Well, they're asking Washington to help them fix NIL and the transfer portal and all of these things because they don't have a handle on it. And so they're going to the most feckless organization in the entire country, the United States Congress. So uh, that just that just goes to show you how it, it is kind of like to, to bring up what Jim Harbaugh actually even said at Big Ten Media Days with some of these things, like the transfer portal, like you're trying to fix the transfer portal. Do we even really know that it's broken? You know, it's NIL, do we even really know it's broken? You're trying to fix it. Now, your idea is one that I've had as well is just having the having everything out there in the open, right? Like if, if someone, you know, you've got J.J. McCarthy's got a – Got a got an NIL deal with Randy Wise uh, car dealership right here down the street from me in Fenton. Like, okay, put put that on a list. You should be able to go and click and see. Like, all right, JJ McCarthy, Randy Wise, all of that stuff. There should be that transparency. I think would help clean things up a lot. Rather than, I mean, we're already hearing about Miami being in potential trouble with some of their NIL donors. Big surprise, right? I mean, you you followed along, I'm sure, with the Jaden Rashada ordeal last year when he committed to Florida and flipped to Miami or was mm-hmm. it vice versa and now he's at Arizona State and because he was promised all these millions of dollars and it, it, it fell through one place, fell through another place and then he ends up at Arizona State who knows if that even, you know if he got anything close to what he had expected there it, a lot of these things would be kind of solved if we, we hear kind of backdoor stories about these different players who are promised certain things and then they get to campus and it turns out that they're not actually going to get the thing that they were thought that they were going to get. And Isaiah, right? the, and, the, the most troubling thing to me about it is, is all these young people promised all these things and have never taken a snap at that level. That'd be like me telling a 15 year old, the Indianapolis Colts are going to give you $10 million a season. You're not an NFL player. You haven't done anything yet. What you need to do for all of our listeners right now, you need to follow Isaiah Hole on Twitter. You can do that right now. Log on to the Twitterverse. Find him at Isaiah Hole. Find his work, Wolverines Wire, covering U of M for the USA Today Sports Network, host of the Lockdown Wolverines podcast. Isaiah, my friend. Oh, look for him on the sidelines, too. You can't miss him. Great hair, great beard. You see him right there. Taking photographs, great photos as well. My man, I appreciate the time today. I'll give you I'll give you your fifty dollars for that nice sign off uh when I see you on the stadium. Thanks, brother. I'd love to accept it, but the committee of infractions will come after me. You know, you can uh, you can join us on your thoughts uh, there. We've got some text messages and some phone calls to get to. 866-838-4843 is the new hotline number for the Meyer Supercenter guest line. 866 866- 838-4843-866-838-4843 or text the keyword sports radio to 21,000. Hour three next, X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Elevate your night out at the legendary Roots Chris Steakhouse. Now open at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Start with the finest cuts of USDA prime beef. Pair that with handcrafted cocktails, signature shots, and Roots legendary hospitality, and you've got yourself one incredible night. Roots Chris Steakhouse has arrived. Make a reservation at RootsChris.com for your incredible night at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway reimagined. Bill Simonson here for my good friend, Josh Garvey. He is a managing partner at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, and they'll be stronger together. And did you know Bean Garter can help your business with outsourcing your payroll and other business needs? 
that can help ease tax filing and year-end reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. Just go to beangarter.com to find out more how they can help your payroll system and make your workplace that much smoother. Go to beangarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. And they can help you with all your payroll needs. Like I mentioned, tax filing and year-end reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. All your payroll needs can be handled by the team at Bean Garter. Find out more at BeanGarter.com. Hey, this is Matt Shepard from the Michigan Sports Network. I love summers in Michigan because it means golf season. Now, two things always when I go golfing. I make sure I got my sticks, and I've got plenty of cold, fresh Labatt Blue Light. Whether I've just squeezed in 18 holes or I just want to relax on the patio after a long day, everywhere I go, and I'm serious when I tell you this, I tell people about the smooth, genuine taste of Labatt Blue Light. It's just a great beer. Michigan Sports Network is giving you a chance to win a foursome to Michigan's best courses. Just listen weekdays to the huge show and X's and bros or just text golf to 21,000 to enter that's golf to 21,000 the trip includes two overnight stays and two rounds of golf all brought to you by my friends at Labatt Blue Light so grab a Labatt Blue Light the next time you head out onto the course and enjoy the blue skies because blue is for Michigan summers and great times always enjoy responsibly copyright 2023 Labatt USA Buffalo New York all rights reserved Labatt is a registered U.S. trademark of Labatt Brewing company ltd if you or your family is touched by autism learn more about freddie's foundation at hashtag pop the tap at freddythepizzaman.com that's f-r-e-d-i the pizzaman.com or email freddythepizzaman at gmail.com 